0: Hey everybody! Welcome into the Financial Answer Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the program as we talk investing, finance, and retirement, and Fourth of July. Woohoo!
1: Mm-hmm. Fireworks! Woo-hoo. That's right. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, my friend. <laughs> How are right. you? Yes, same to you. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well. Yeah, good yeah, stuff. I love love this time of year. I love just getting together with family and enjoying the holiday like this. It's uh, it's awesome. So cool. good time of year. Are you yeah. guys
0: Are you guys going to be
1: good? You're going to socially distance while you're doing it. No. No. Nah we i know uh, like a few weeks ago we went to church for the first time you know oh, okay. they opened wow. open back up and right as we were walking in the building they were they said, oh, do you guys want to be uh, social distancing from the next person on the aisle? We can, we'll, because they were seating everyone, okay? You couldn't just right, walk in and right. sit where you wanted to. And I was like, no, nah, I want to sit right next to somebody. And so <laughs> we, we go in and they just cram us all together up front and it was great. It was so awesome. Are just they, and, and, and
0: are they doing like requiring masks or anything nah, or just every nah, situation nah, is a little different? Nah, if you nah, feel comfortable, do it, right? If you that's wanted, right. That's
1: exactly right. You so you so if you wanted to on, wear it, yeah. you could, but uh, you know, it's, 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 It's tough to sing and things like that with a mask on. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) So you take, no, I didn't wear one. And uh, I have, I've only worn one one time. And that was when I got my haircut for the first time after all this stuff. Right. came out yeah. and so it was required then it's not required any longer but, well we'll see um, you know <laughs> yeah well yeah no that's right we, we're still we talking match, about so whether or not they decide
0: to. to to make that a, a state <laughs> by th- state or a national thing yeah. for the remainder of the year or who knows i what, may but. end
1: up uh, being a hippie if i have to wear a mask much longer because <laughs> I, uh, I i might let my hair grow yeah. out and just i want to see that i want to <laughs> see the long hair hippie brian <laughs> there you go yeah that would uh, be good do you remember the uh
0: a lot of our listeners might do you remember the comedian Actress Ruth Buzzy. She used to be uh, on Laugh and a I bunch of shows show in the 60s and 70s. She would uh, always appear on different things. Very funny lady. She's in her eighties now, but she definitely was on television in the sixties and, and through the you know whole the sixties movement and you know uh, in seventies she
1: was on with Goldie Hawn and a bunch of different people. People, people always ask me about did you see this and all. In my childhood, uh-huh. my dad was one of those get out in the yard boy and you play, gotcha. you know that kind of thing. So I never got to <laughs> <Gotcha>. oh, no, <laughs> never me, watched me TV too. much. Me too, but
0: the <laughs> reason I brought it up is because she had a really funny tweet. You mentioned hippies and that's why oh, I'm bringing okay. this so, <laughs> okay. up. Uh, so obviously she lived through the the hippie movement was on television and back then and so on, and she's like she was younger then, and she's very funny, and like I said, she's 80 now, and she tweeted not long ago, marijuana is legal, and haircuts are against the law. It only took 50 years, but the hippies finally won.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, at least she hasn't that's lost funny. her sense of humor in her 80s, right? <laughs> no, that's right. Good stuff, that's good right. stuff. All right,
0: well, let's get into our topic this week. Happy Fourth of July to everybody out there. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. We're a couple days before Fourth of July when we're doing this, right. but, you know, we still say Happy Everybody's Fourth of July. Everybody's getting
1: their cookout stuff ready. They get the and, cookout and on stocking right. up on the fireworks,
0: and nothing sure. says entertainment during your cookout than cranking up this podcast over your outside speaker. So, you should that's totally right. do that. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. everyone can listen to why it's important to find the right advisor. That's our topic. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep this one kind of short and sweet, but Nathan, it seems like a lot of folks just they still have trouble figuring out exactly what they should be getting from a financial advisor, you know, so oh, it's hard yeah. for them to know. Yeah well, did I pick the right person? Are they doing a good job? So I don't know. Can you just kind of give us what you think a healthy client advisor relationship looks like?
1: Yes, I can. And it's not that difficult. It's a lot about your gut feeling. Okay. When you're having a conversation, do you get a good feeling about this person? Yes or no? Okay. Number one. And then trust. Do you trust them? All right. That's got to be The number one thing with this. And so trust is huge with it. You need to have that trust level really high because you want to have those conversations and frequent communication with them, okay, with your advisor. And so that would be the second one, basically. So trust, frequent communication, you know, reviews, things like that. How often are they having reviews? Are they doing it as often as you want? And have you asked about that? And so, you know, make sure that those levels of service are where you want them to be. Is the advisor proactive? Are they looking for ways to help improve things? So, you know, talking to you about different ideas as you're approaching 72 and you have to take RMDs, are they talking to you about mm-hmm. different things even ahead of time with that to make sure that your your tax consequences aren't going to be tremendous because of those RMDs. So, again, being proactive on that. And then coaching, that's a big aspect that I feel like is important. You need to have that continuous reminder on why you're doing what you're doing with investing okay okay staying disciplined what works over time all of those things but the coaching aspect of it is critical to making sure that that you stay in the portfolio at the comfort level that you need to be at and so those are big things that I think that you need to understand with your relationship. So trust, communication, reviews, proactivity, and coaching. Those are some big things to make sure that your advisor is taken care of. Okay. You.
0: And that doesn't mean, folks, that you know you never hear from them. It also doesn't mean that your best buddies and go golfing every other week, right? No, that's right. right. So. I mean,
1: if that's the relationship you want, then look for that, okay? But That may not be what you want. I mean, a lot of, a lot of my clients just want to do their life, you know, and do things that they want to do and, and all of that. So great, you know, do that. And. But you still want to have the those the other three things. those three pillars yeah. there, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the other things are extremely important.
0: Okay, um, are there some warning signs to indicate for folks that they should maybe be looking for a new advisor? You know, often we we do talk about the fact that you might have been with somebody for a you know a number of years or whatever the case is. Kind of like your barber we were just talking about. You know, you yeah. go, you know, John does a good job cutting my hair, and I'm not going to change. Well, then John retires, and you're like, oh man, I got to <laughs> yeah. find somebody new, <laughs> that's a, right? Yeah, so that's right. what about some warning signs or some things that it and it's okay, by the way, folks. To look, it's not it's, you're not cheating on them. This is not a spouse <laughs> no, that's or anything, right. you know. So no, it's like right. you can shop around and you can get second opinions. It Doesn't mean you have to pull the trigger, but it is okay to do so.
1: Yes, it is. And I think you know maybe you should do that occasionally. Just make sure that you're getting what you need, and also you know I mean basically some of those things we just mentioned if if you don't have the communication that you think you should have then number one talk with your financial advisor about that okay if they fix that and do better with that going forward and meet your needs with that going forward then great you fixed it you haven't had to change anything but you know there's any kind of warning sign that you basically see and I, I, you know it can be a reason to change but one of the big ones is really you know, we've talked about this before, Mark, but mm-hmm. the accumulation advisor versus the distribution advisor. Right. Okay. They may not be the same person. They can be. Okay. But they may not be. So there are a lot of different rules on things that you need to do when you retire. Okay. And so if, if that's not the advisor that you're working with then you may want to change at that point that yeah. may be a red flag to hey consider someone else
0: yeah it doesn't um, mean that they were doing a bad job it just no, now, it just not now at, means at all. that, that right. they're it's not
1: their specialty yeah just like really you don't good go good to or, the yep. brain surgeon to get your eyes checked out you know oh, i was um, i
0: was gonna say so. the proctologist to have your throat Ooh, looked at but Ooh, yeah yeah you know. no, no that's right Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. no definitely. um are there some <laughs> This <laughs> is a weird image. Uh, are there cases where an advisor has done, and maybe that's what we just talked about, where they're, they've done a good job, but it just yeah, doesn't yeah. fit now, you know? No,
1: that's right, and I think that's right. You know, really, in that situation, the retirement phase versus the accumulation phase comes up, and that's, that's where I think about that all the time, you know, with that. And so making sure you're taking the right income, you know, Social Security rules, Medicare insurance, all of these different things that – come up in retirement that your advisor needs to know a lot about because those are things I mean if you take social security at the wrong time that could be a hundred thousand dollar mistake you know or a two hundred thousand dollar mistake and so things like that that you've got to do the right way at the right time to make sure that you're getting the most out of your retirement. And so, again, working with a special you know, person, that an advisor that specializes in retirement planning is is good when you are retired.
0: No, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, so how can we determine if the person that we're interviewing, maybe the prospective advisor we've been talking with or we've gone and chatted with or checked out or whatever, that their philosophy that their approach is going to work well for us is it truly you know the warm fuzzies that we kind of said to begin with or is there a few other things we should be you know checking off our list
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're talking about just investing in general, there's two different philosophies out there, you know, and you need to talk to the advisor and see which one they believe there's a you know, there's an active management versus a passive management. So, number one, if you're in conflict with that with your advisor then that's gonna be a bad situation from the beginning. If you believe that, you know, a money manager can pick stocks for you and do the best and outperform the markets over time and all of this stuff, and you believe that, but your advisor thinks that, you know, markets are efficient and you just need to diversify and, and there's no stock picking, you just can't do that or whatever, which is, you know, that's how we feel on it. So if you're actively managing or you think that someone can actively manage it, And your advisor believes different than that, then that's a conflict from the beginning. And that's a bad relationship. Okay, so, I mean, your advisor should cover those things with you in kind of the interview process. You know, when when you're talking to each other in the very first couple of meetings, they should cover those things and just say, hey, these are our core philosophies. Does that fit with what you're looking for, you know, and if it does great, you can build on that relationship going forward. And, you know, what I find is a lot of people just don't even know that there are two or three different or two different philosophies out there when it comes to investing. So we talk about that. We educate them on, you know, what the academic research shows and then let them make a decision. What do you think? You know, is this the way you want to go or is this the way you want to go, you know, and build on that from there.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, we're just short and sweet this week. Nothing major. Just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Finding the right advisor is, you know, like finding the right real estate person or or lawyer or whatever the case. I mean, sometimes I don't know. Maybe don't
1: compare me to a lawyer. Man. Okay. what are you All talking right. about? All Come right, not on. a lawyer. Take that. I take that back. I, I didn't even say that. What are you talking about? I'm just You're hearing kidding. things. No, but but it is a good point because I think
0: sometimes we think well. Well, you know what? Actually, that's a great point because when it comes to a lawyer, sometimes it's it is a bit more kind of a colder. I don't want to say I'm trying to be mean. It can be. It can be a colder yeah, – Where be. an advisor is dealing with your money, you want to have that good kind of. You want to have a good rapport, I guess.
1: You so, do. You want to be. You want to be able to go in and just truly be open with that person. Be comfortable. Okay? Be yourself. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Be yeah. yourself and ask questions that, you know, that you just really are even uncomfortable with, you know, say, well, true. What yeah. about, you yeah. know, what about this? And I'm concerned about what this has done or whatever. Yeah. So just, you want to have that relationship with them kind of like, you know, a really good friend, but also just at the point of, you know, this is someone that I trust with my situation. Yeah. their so professional sure knowledge that, base. Right. You know, you've that's got right. that
0: professional knowledge base that's going to help you kind of get over, some of the concerns and and understand the points of why you're doing it, but you also kind of have those, again, those warm fuzzies as to say, you know what, it's an enjoyable, pleasant experience to go in and chat with my advisor and say, hey, I'm thinking about X, Y, or Z. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? And why? And they can kind of walk you through the nuts and bolts. Because for most of us, we don't want to know the nuts and bolts. That's why we turn to an advisor. But it is important to have a good, to your point earlier with those three pillars, it is important to have a good grasp and a good understanding of what you have and why you have it. And a good advisor will coach you through those things without having you feel like you have to know, you know, everything, right? (laughs) right. And maybe you want to, and that's okay too. That's all part of the, that's all part of the relationship, right?
1: Yeah. And that's what, you know, I had an attorney tell me the other day, he said, I think, you know, financial advisors are critical for clients because they bring the team together. You know, they bring the attorney and the accountant and the advisor and everyone all together. And, and he told me, he was like, look, I think financial advisors are the most critical piece of that because you, he was talking to me, he said, you bring all of these individuals together to get the best advice and all financial, well, not all, but most financial advisors (laughs) are going to do that. And so that's, that's something where you've got to have a tremendous amount of trust and a good relationship with your advisor to make sure that. Those type of situations work out good for you going forward.
0: There you uh, go. That's why yeah. I call you the local investor coach. You're like a <laughs> that's coach. Right. You know, <laughs> that's uh, right. Nathan O'Brien, coach extraordinaire. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, folks, that's going to do it for this week. So go enjoy your barbecues on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Go have some hot dogs and hamburgers and potato salad and corn slaw corn slaw coleslaw i guess there's <laughs> corn slaw too maybe yeah maybe yeah. Uh, and now i'm hungry so we're going to have to go have some lunch but thank you for <laughs> as always for joining in the podcast we appreciate your time hopefully you picked out something useful that you know helped you along the way you learned something new if you've got questions or concerns as always before you take any action you should always check with an advisor like nathan 85551 coach if you're out shopping and you're looking for one and you came across this Give him a call. Have a conversation with him. Sit down and have a chat. Subscribe to our podcast. That's a great way to get to learn more about an advisor you might be shopping for. If they do a podcast, you can listen to them. Uh, You get to understand their personality a little bit when you're listening to shows like this. So that kind of can go a long way towards finding that right person. And you can find ours at thefinancialanswer.com if you haven't already. That's thefinancialanswer.com. You can subscribe to it on Apple or Google or Spotify. Just type in the financial answer on one of those apps and it should pop up and you can hit the subscribe button. So lots of ways you can do that. Nathan's been helping families for more than 15 years, 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's getting mm-hmm. old. But anyway, Damn, he's been doing man. it for a while. So reach out to him, folks <laughs> at O'Brien through Associates. And my friend, have yourself a great weekend and a great you Fourth too. of July. I'll see yeah, you, soon. you too. All right, buddy. Take care. And we'll talk to you next time here on the podcast. This is The Financial Answer.